Yes, indeed. Uh, good morning. Welcome to our Home Improvement Show. At the moment, Andy is in the middle of a, a project. He's going to be with us in uh, just a couple of minutes or so. And one of the very first things uh, I wanted to ask him, by the way, before we even get into that, I'm going to give you our phone number and text number because I'd like you to participate in the question. Uh, our phone number, text number, especially text this morning, 651 461 9226. What I want to uh, ask Andy, uh, Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, is about the hail damage. I beg your pardon? Okay, Andy is with us. Hey, Andy, yeah. good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing quite well. I uh, was just going to ask you about, I'm sure Lindis is getting a lot of a lot of phone calls about hail damage. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing reports from various corners of CCO land about that very thing. Huge hail sto- uh, stones. What uh, what have you been hearing coming into Lindis and, and other news events? Um, well, the same as you, Denny. Uh, we've already our, our phones have already been ringing off the hook already this morning. Um, last I I saw, we had over fifty people submit online forms because of hail damage and looking at my reports from uh, you know various manufacturers and, and other companies have pretty good apps that tell you the size of the hail, where the hail came from, what what the wind damage was, which is a whole other thing besides the hail. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of wind damage from this last storm as well. And we're seeing over two-inch hail from Plymouth all the way thing besides the hill i think uh there's gonna be a lot of wind damage from this last storm as well and we're seeing over two inch hail from plymouth all the way to the western side of st paul and then in northern wisconsin and then a little bit in the rochester area as well so that's some really really large hail by our estimates we're looking at 10 to fifteen thousand customers that could be affected from this storm um those are lindis customers so it, it it really could be again where you know three four hundred thousand homes were damaged because of of this type of storm. So it's a the storm chasers are going to be out loud and proud, and uh, I hope everyone uh, pays attention to what the news was about a month ago with all the people getting ripped off from those door knocker type folks. So, yeah, um, I, uh... it's going to be uh, it's going to be the wild west in some areas of the cities again. And, I think uh, if everyone just uh, exercises some patience and and just takes their time and doesn't make an emotional decision, you're going to be much better off. Um, the good news is the majority of the damage that I've seen so far, again, we're only, what, 14 hours removed from the storm, so I don't have a ton of information. But there's outside of, like, trees on roofs or you have an actual hole in the roof or you have a lot of wind damage where the roofing blew off, you have to worry about leaking. But hail damage, for the most part, you don't have to worry about leaking. So there's nothing that usually has to be done right now. Having said that, if you do have a hole in your roof, get a hold of us right away. We do have a, and, and other roofers around the Twin Cities have this as well, a triage team. We can come out, tarp off the roof, use some of our underlayment in order to make things, you know, work the way they should and, and, and to dry everything in. So you, you can then take the time and, and pick the contractor you want and pick the roofing that you want and, and work with the insurance company in, in a meaningful way. Yeah, and you brought up a good point that we we have heard uh, with weather reports and other news reports about wind damage. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a whole other uh, element. I was looking at at a uh, 
comment from a, an insurance person, insurance agent, I believe, who was talking about if you do have hail damage because of these events, uh, how to you know get get your your insurance adjuster and your contractor together at the same time? How difficult is that to schedule? Um, you know, it really depends on the insurance adjuster. To be honest with you, as they bring in the triage teams, and one thing that we found out over over time is if they tell you eleven o'clock, we try to get there at ten because some of them don't like to deal with us or contractors as a whole because. Well, you know, you really can't blame them. I've always tried to remove myself from, you know, my shoes and try to put myself in the adjuster's shoes. Now, when you do that and you understand that a lot of times people are trying to pull the wool over the adjuster's eyes or contractors are making up damage. And, and, and so the, the relationship isn't there. The good news with us is over the years, we've, you know, told countless people there is no damage on their house. We work with insurance adjusters as well as any company on the planet. So once we, if they're, what, what happens in storms like this, Denny, is adjusters come in from all over the country. And it just takes a minute to, to, to get the relationships and the processes down to make it a, a smooth transition. Now, we have various hail reports that insurance companies have started to accept with our drone team. So a lot of times, Denny, our, our reporting and what we do is good enough for the insurance company where they don't even send out an adjuster. That, that uh, the last storm, May of last year, was the first time I've ever really started to see that. As, you know, they're using the same technology that we are. A lot of the insurance companies are using the same drone, drone company with the same computer software that Linus Construction has, the same artificial intelligence that automatically detects hail, and they are all starting to trust it more and more and more. Makes things, makes things a lot easier and I can send that report off, and usually they just uh, we're just talking about the dollars and cents of it, to, to, and, and that's it's all pretty black and white once you get down to it, Denny. Oh, uh, you mentioned it earlier. We'll take a quick break here in a minute. You can uh, t- take a breath there, Andy. Andy Lind is with us uh, here on our Home Improvement Show. Any kind of a home improvement question, I don't want to get too far removed here. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. 651-461-9226. When we come back from the break, Andy, let's kind of back up a little bit uh, with the people that maybe have had, like you said, a hole in their roof. And because, you know, they want to get it fixed, they're nervous about the whole thing, and you get a knock at the door from some of these storm chasers, um, maybe we can help folks out what to do or what not to do. We'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. 651-461-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show this Saturday morning. Denny Long along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, uh, lindisconstruction.com, if you want to check them out. Or if you do need some help, 844-9-LINDIS. Uh, you can call them uh, this coming week or uh, sooner if, if it's an emergency situation. We're, we're talking with Andy for just joining us. We're talking about uh, hail damage and a lot of it, uh, not only on houses but uh, cars and and when we broke, Andy, just before the break, I wanted to ask you about uh, the process of, of how to handle, especially if you have a hole in your roof, or at least you, you think you do, and a tree fell, et cetera. Uh, what do you do? What, what, and you're going to get a knock at the door, 
And you know there's going to be some storm chasers uh, around, especially after these storms, recent storms. What do we do in that case? Um, Denny, I I already know people that have had uh, more than two knocks on the door this morning. This morning? So this morning. So they're, they're, they're already out there. And if, if you end up hiring somebody that you don't know about the insurance or how they are covered or who they are, and they fall off your roof and get in, and get injured, that can be really bad news for the homeowner. And if you have problems with leaking or a hole in your roof, there's lots of local roofers, me included, that you can start to call. And more than likely, within 24 to 48 hours, someone will be out to try to dry in your roof. And you're going to be much safer going that route than than hiring somebody that comes by your house. Tree trimmers are the same. When these storms happen, there's lots of wind damage. Um, I run into customers on a regular basis when we run into storms like this, Denny, where all of a sudden they're they're slapped with a $25,000 bill for tree removal off of houses and around their yards that they had no idea about. People show up and say, hey, we're going to work with your insurance company and do this, and then the insurance company doesn't pay that much. Now you're fighting with the tree removal person how much you're supposed to pay and when you're supposed to pay it, but you just hit the easy button and said yes to somebody that knocked on your door and had them start chopping up your trees. I, I, I did that, that in the first couple of weeks of the storm, you hear countless stories like that. So again, mind who you have, who you hire to work on your home and always keep in mind, if you're like me, this is probably the biggest investment you have. It's worth it to pick somebody you really want to work with on that investment. It just, it's just, for the dam- more damage that can get caused or how much extra time it's going to take to find the right contractor, I just think if everyone just exercises patience and starts calling people, and just like you would on a normal remodel, you're not just going to you know, go to the home show and walk to the first booth and throw $25,000 at that guy and say, hey, fix my house. But during storms, we do that all the time. And, and, and if, we're, if we run this like we would a normal purchase for our homes, where we're going to do the research, we're going to check out the reviews. We're going to talk to their past customers. We might even go look at a project or two. And and who knows? You know, this might be a time where you can really upgrade and 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 increase the value of your home for and have the insurance company pay 75% of the cost. You know, that that's the, the road I would look. If you look at where you know how much property has gone up over the last 5 years and and this is an opportunity to maybe even increase the, your investment more. I, I'd, I'd go down that road. Maybe maybe now you're going to use this to add a deck or fix all of your siding or change out all of your windows, depending on the type of damage you have. Or you upgrade to a Class 4 shingle. I can tell you, Denny, this is two-inch hail from Plymouth to St. Paul. You know what I'm excited yeah. about? The amount of Glenwood roofs that we have from Plymouth to St. Paul that I'm going to be able to go out and be like, you know what? No damage. No damage. Now, what? a normal Class 4 armor shield, if, if that, that hail got over two inches if it's closer to three inches than two inches, those may still have damage. But, you know, we're going to go out and take a look at it. The Glenwood, though, your roof, Denny, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm confident that that one held up still. Well, fortunately, uh, we, we, uh, we did not have uh, hail, at least around our house. Uh, however, those that did, and, you know, you're talking about maybe holes in some roofs or maybe not the good shingles like we're talking about, uh, and, and the drought is still with us, the drought is, and the good news is for that part, and unfortunately for those that maybe have a leaky roof, we're going to be getting rain tomorrow and Monday. In fact, here in the Twin Cities, 
They're talking about one to two inches overnight on Sunday. So that's, you know, that may add insult to injury for people who have had damage. But what makes those shingles like we have and the ones you're talking about uh, so strong? What makes them so different and, and less likely to get damaged than other cheaper shingles? combination of the the makeup of the actual material itself uh you know it's not a normal asphalt um and when it comes to the glenwood shingle denny you know you think an ordinary shingle is going to be three bundles of shingles is 100 square feet with the glenwood shingle it's 10 bundles of shingles is a hundred square feet so it's just it's it's going to be marketably thicker than any of the other shingles out there. There's about 10 shingles in every bundle. And when, when we show up to, the, to roof a house and, and Glenwoods get delivered, people always question that, are we going to do more than one house with this amount of shingles? <laughs> or is it uh, for the neighborhood? But yeah. it's, it's usually, it's, it's, it's a lot more. Again, it's tripled the amount of space on the ground compared to an ordinary roof that, this, that our materials take up. So that's uh, the main reason why we have yet over, I don't know, it's got to be close to 2,000 roofs now we've done in Glenwood. I've yet to find one that was damaged. Now, I've had two insurance companies tell me it was damaged, and it wasn't. And once they say it was damaged, they have to replace it. So those insurance companies paid me, one of them was $75,000, Danny. It's a giant roof. But they had to. They, they said it was damaged, and I argued with I have a hill report. There's one mechanical ding, like where a human made the mark on the roof only thing I can figure, and nothing else. The leaf guard was damaged. You know, aluminum gutters damage way easier than, than Glenwood shingles. But So I've had to replace two that didn't need to be replaced because the insurance company made us. Outside of that, <laughs> you're, you're pretty safe. Tell you what, let's do. Uh, we're up against the clock here, Andy. We're going to have a look at that forecast. Let's see, at least around these parts of what we can expect here the rest of the weekend and this coming week. Uh, when we come back, let's uh, talk about what else can be damaged, g- given all the reports of hail damage around CCO land. Uh, you mentioned a couple of things with uh, with uh, the gutter system, among other things. Let's uh, let's uh, you know think about can the homeowner actually tell without bringing an expert like you guys? Let's uh, let's uh, you know think about can the homeowner actually tell without bringing an expert like you guys? to say, hmm, I don't think I have damage. If the homeowner can tell if they have damage or not, or if it takes an expert, and what else can be hurt besides our roofing. We'll be back with more of the Home Improvement Show here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus answering those questions. Any kind of a home improvement question, we're talking about hail, but it doesn't have to be your question. It could be about decks, uh, which could be damaged, too, in those hail uh, storms. 651-461-9226, either a phone call or text, whichever you prefer. Let's grab a phone call, Andy. Mark, I believe, is calling in from uh, Roseville this morning. Thanks for waiting, Mark. What is your question? Considering I'm considering something for my gutters, um, the mesh, I know leaf fitter 
has a, a product, but is there anything you recommend uh, with a mesh product other than that? No, and I wouldn't recommend any of the mesh products unless you want to clean out the mesh eventually. They do clog. In fact, uh, even the micro screen ones, the one that you see advertised on, on TV all the time, where it's a filter, there's no filter that we have in our house that doesn't need to be cleaned or replaced, including the kinds that go on our gutters. Um, it's a, they do over a billion, with a B, in sales every year, and almost no one buys that product again. When it first came out, Denny, mm-hmm. it was actually sold with a scrub brush to clean it off, to get it, to get it out. And I've seen it get completely solid or water just comes over the top, like all screens. In fact, um, we used to do this every year. For just one week, I had my gutter crews keep every type of leaf protection device that we removed from homes. Countless different types of screens, filters, add-on devices, covers. It, it, would, it would fill up like a dumpster a day, like a large, large dumpster a day, where it would just be a mound of junk that we've taken off people's houses. And I can tell you this, we have over 70,000 LeafGuard customers now, over 100,000, over 120,000 Lindus construction customers total in the Twin Cities. And, and, and we've had one service crew that entire time. We're looking at almost 30 years we've been doing LeafGuard. And out of all the products that Lindus Construction has, Denny, it's the only product that we've never changed out in the last 30 years. Even even look fifteen even look fifteen years ago ten years ago ten years ago we were we were it's a different window that we were installing mainly a different type of siding that we were installing mainly a different type of roofing that we were installing mainly a different type of underlayments that we were using all of those materials have gotten better in the last decade I have yet to find a better gutter protection device than LeafGuard if I ever do I'll I'll, I'll bring it to market. But we test them all the time, and, and, and it's made perfect, Denny. It's, uh, it's as good as the product is made. It's going to be more expensive than a screen in a do-it-yourself situation. But if you're choosing between that and LeafGuard, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd do nothing. It's easier to clean out an open gutter than one with screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be doing that all the time. And, Mark, uh, if, if you want to do a little investigative work, uh, check out the LeafGuard gutter. We've had it. I know we had to have ours replaced because of hail damage a few years ago. But uh, we have had those LeafGuard gutters in our house, like Andy just said, almost 30 years. And uh, I never have to clean gutters again at all. Yeah. I mean, in, since that time. And uh, it, it's worth the expense. But, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, the, the screen thing seems like a good idea at first glance. But, boy, you'll be up there in that ladder uh, scraping that stuff off all the time. So, Mark, by all means, just get it checked out. Uh, you'll be glad you did. If you want to call uh, Linda's 8449-LINDA's, give them a call Monday. Have uh, somebody come out and uh, show you what we've been talking about for, for all these years. Um, when we broke just before the weather, uh, Andy, we were talking about uh, hail damage, and there was a lot of it around CCO land and you and I have talked before. Now you you you've been around the block here as far as roofing goes, and you and and your crews can spot it, probably spot damage a mile away. Can the homeowner generally see that? I mean, binoculars or whatever, tell if after a hail damage like we've had recently, can you see damage? You know, I would say that when it comes to roofing, maybe ten percent 
of the time we can tell the roof is damaged from the ground. Um, even with binoculars, the, the majority of the time we're going to have to get up and, and do an inspection or send the drones up there. Um, gutters are pretty easy to figure out. The downspouts are pretty easy to figure out. Your siding, there's any dents on there, your air conditioning units, um, your decking, you know, that, that stuff, uh, if, if you're noticing nicks and, and dents on it, that, that's something to take a look at. A good rule of thumb, if you had a car outside and there's damage on that, more than likely there's damage on your house as well. So if, uh, you know, you, you, if you had a car or if you noticed that, uh, that, or if you know that you had hail that was over an inch and a half in diameter and your roof is older than five years old and it's not a class four shingle, I would, you have a very, very good chance that it is damaged from hail. And I would get a hold of your adjuster or whatever contract that you're working with. Now, if you're not comfortable getting on a roof, don't. Just, just, just don't. Denny, I just, I just spent a week with a guy um, recently, a uh, retired state trooper, who I did, this guy is amazing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have known that uh, he was missing a leg um, until he told us he was. And the reason why he was missing a leg is he fell off his roof, not once, but twice. Mm. And uh, he, um, you know, he's going through the story and, and, and I, again, how these people had these attitudes, like when, when they removed his leg, because he heard it a second time and couldn't save it. Um, just uh, he knew his, his four kids were watching him and how he dealt with it. And he just got a great attitude about it, but still. If if you'd have been secured on the roof and wouldn't have been grabbing onto a chimney that could crumble and fall apart, then that's what happened to him. Um, he'd still have both his legs. So if you're not comfortable or if you have a ladder that's missing pieces or you're not going to tie off in the proper way or have the, the fall protection the way you should, I, I wouldn't get up there. I'd hire somebody to, to do that. It's just not worth the risk. We all get in a panic. We, we pull things out. We extend ladders too far. Now, we have special. We even have special shoes that we wear called called cougar paws, Denny, to mm-hmm. be able to walk on the roofs in a, in a much in a much better way. It, it really does make a difference. I'm telling you, when you have those boots on and you hop on a roof, it feels like you're velcro to the roof as you're walking up there. It's got that much more traction. Now, having said that, if you have hail damage and you have a lot of granular loss, you remember like uh, the old cartoons where you know you're getting chased and they throw marbles out and you know the guys like did did speak go crazy that's you can yes. slide it's like roller skates I've 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 slid all the way down a roof before because of that much granules on there it's like walking on gravel and and luckily it was saved they didn't have leaf guard on their house they did after I was done but I my foot hit their gutters and I was able to stop other than that I would have been twenty feet down and I, I I'd have probably hurt myself but. Yeah. You know, luckily, you know, it's in my uh, late 20s, so I'm a little more agile than I am right now. Well, you mentioned, uh, Andy, by the way, Andy Lindis is with us on our Home Improvement Show, 651-461-9226, any kind of a home improvement question you might have in mind. Uh, you talked about drones, and we we have uh, spoken to that topic uh, in, in past shows. Now, do your pilots or those, let's talk about the drones themselves. Do you generally just have crews when there's possible damage, or what's the percentage when you use drones, and how how accurate a picture can you really get a good picture with those drones? Well, I, if there was a quarter on the roof, I would be able to read the date. That's how that's how high quality of photos that we get from the drones, and we know that we can go to you know 
10 to 15 houses a day with a drone and fly it and get the reports that we need. Where in order to inspect it and write it up uh, manually, you can maybe do two or three. Get the reports that we need. Where in order to inspect it and write it up uh, manually, you can maybe do two or three. So this is a really good way that we can get out in front of all of our estimators and have the information that we need to when we finally do get the meeting with the adjuster. That's our goal. We want that drone team to be well in advance of of when the adjusters are going to be out there so we can stay ahead of the game and we know exactly what we're dealing with and we can start to do a lot of things over the phone and, and get the process started markedly faster than most companies. I know we have to take a break, Andy. I was just looking at an unsolicited text. LeafGuard gutters are beyond the best. 30-plus years of satisfaction. Thanks to Linda's. Yeah, thank you for that. That's, Love it. That, thank that, you. That's, for, that's from Mark in Roseville <laughs> for uh, his call. Uh, check it out, Mark. I, I urge you to do that. All right, let's uh, take you know, a Danny, quick break here. We, we index yeah. as high in Roseville as any place in the uh, Twin Cities, and I think that uh, has a lot to do with our booth at the State Fair since 1997. Um, which is, boy, that's just around the corner too, isn't it? I, I was just going to say, you and I are going to be out there that first Saturday. Uh, and nice. uh, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a few years, so we look forward to that. All right, hang Me on, too. Andy. We'll uh, be right back with more of the show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to the remaining minutes of our Home Improvement Show here every Saturday, thanks to uh, Linda's Construction. In the 9 o'clock hour, Andy Lindis uh, is with us again uh, today. If you have any questions, we still have a couple of minutes to go on the show. You can uh, call or text 651-461-9226. Texter says this, Andy, does Lindis install roof coil heaters to help with ice dams? Uh, the texter says, I have a roof line that transitions from 12-12 pitch to 3-12 porch shed roof, and I get ice buildup. How would you answer that one? Um, we have, but typically when we look at situations like that, there's something that else that needs to be addressed with insulation or ventilation. Now, sometimes designs of homes no matter how good the insulation and ventilation is, just aren't are, are going to have ice dams. Um, I tell you this: I just uh, I know somebody who recently paid over uh, three hundred thousand dollars for an architect, and they have to redo some things in the house already because the architect was wrong. And mm-hmm. like they usually are about water management, they don't they don't they they try to design houses that aren't going to need gutters and and sometimes that that leads to ice dams or leads to too much water coming down in one area or a valley that has way too much roof coming into it and it's almost impossible to handle even if we put on the biggest gutter system that we can actually make in fact i've custom made scuppers before to handle valleys and even had that not work because there's that much water coming off there it's it's architects in, in some homes just are, are tough to deal with. But usually we can come up with a solution that doesn't include heat tapes because that's just a, it's not fixing the problem. You know, I like, uh, I like to equate it to uh, it's the Advil and Tynanol of, of, mm. of ice dam removal. What it means is it just masks the problem. It doesn't actually fix the problem. A little bit of a Band-Aid. Okay. Yes. Uh 
Is it possible, this texter says, to replace a small section of siding without having to change a whole top-to-bottom section? Our flag bracket has been beaten up by Mother Nature to where it has punctured a small hole in the siding, but big enough to let water in if not taken care of. How about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, we've, uh, we've replaced, depending on the type of siding, sometimes you can, you can slip a sheet in, but... Uh, Sometimes you have to bring the siding all the way down to that one piece and then reinstall it all the way back up. And if it goes underneath the softened fascia, that means the softened fascia is going to have to come off. And if you're going to do that, the trick is, Sharpie, label the siding, piece one, piece two, piece three, piece four, piece five. So when you when you put it back up, it goes up the exact same way. And just be really, really careful so you don't dent it or if it's vinyl, you don't break it. Okay, another uh, roof uh, roof question just uh, came in. Uh, Texture says, our roof was replaced just a few years ago. If there is visible hail damage, does it need to be replaced? I don't know if you can answer that without seeing it. Yes. Yes, it does. It doesn't matter how new the roof is, if there's hail damage, yeah. it needs to be replaced because it won't last. Uh, what you're going to see is that asphalt is exposed at all, and the granules are gone. That's going to, so if it's a 30-year roof and your roof is now five, six years old and you just had hail damage and you're not going to address it, I would say the maximum life you're going to get out of that is maybe two years. And you know what happens in two years? Your, your right to make a claim goes away. Mm-hmm. So if you don't make the claim now, then two years when your shingles start to curl and get brittle and blow off your house and you want to make a claim then, it's going to be denied. So if you have hail damage, the best way to deal with it is now. We're not not saying you have to make a decision right now or sign a contract right now, but I would start the process as soon as you possibly could. I think we have time for maybe one more text. Uh, It's about uh, millboard decking that we, you and I talk about from time to time. How solid is that product when it comes to hail damage? As solid as it gets. Um, I would be willing to say, say an ordinary cedar deck, um, the hail would have to be three times as large in order to damage a millboard deck as it would a cedar deck. Um, the composite decking is just going to hold up more than the majority of the, the of ordinary decking. Now, some of the composite decking is soft and, and it can leave a dent and a mark, but millboard, that's just not going to be the case. Just, it won't. It's as, as durable of a product as we've ever used in the decking world. Okay. We have less than two minutes to go, Andy. Uh, how long, this is another text, how long to wait to stain and seal a new deck? You know, um, what I would do is, depending on where you bought the wood, I would uh, at least give it a, a month of, of, of being outside. And a lot of times the, the wood is pre-dried and kiln-dried. And any hardware store you can go buy a moisture meter, and it's got two little probes. You plug it into the wood, it'll tell you the moisture content of that wood. And if you look up uh, online what it's supposed to be, you can get real close. And if you want to test it and see how well it's taking stain, you're going to be okay. But a lot of times, then, if we're doing a cedar deck, we're going to stain it within 48 hours of installing it because we know where we got our lumber from and that it was kiln-dried. And so, you know, we're going to go through that process. But again, all new cedar... You need to put the brightener conditioner on, and then you need to use a good oil-based stain like Penafin, and you're going to be okay. 
majority of the wood that we get nowadays is going to, if it's cedar, you'd you'd be fine. Um, If it was treated, I might wait till next spring to do it. All right. We are plumb out of time, Andy. Let's do this again next week. Let's see what the the weatherman brings. Uh, But if you need help from Lindus Construction, 844-9-LINDUS. You call them up. They'll be a big help. Andy, thanks so much. You have a good week. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Andy Lindus from Lindus Construction. Stay tuned next for CBS News. And we'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock. Susie Jones is feeling ill. She's back home now, but uh, she'll be off tomorrow. So we'll see you in the morning on 830-WCCO.